have uh, this is Sasha the Catalyst, and you are listening to Human Design for Parents and Kids. And today I have a, our special guest, Leticia. Fantastic, back on the show, and I'm so glad to see you. Uh, how are you doing today? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing fine. You know, you know, like old old days are kind of fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I um I specifically asked you to come on the show today because I have been trying to find some information on the internet about. Um, about quad left. So for those of that are new to new ish to human design, there's four arrows at the top of the chart that are um, defined, but like the direction they point is defined by the variables in the chart and, or we sometimes call the variables, the PHS, which is primary health system. And those variables uh, for some people, they all, all four of them point left. And for some people, they all four point right. Both are pretty rare. Most of us have a combination of left and right in our chart. But it prompted me to ask um, what the difference is between, I think there's a lot of information to read about quad rights, but not as much as I was hoping, but I can't hardly find anything about quad lefts. So I thought I would have you on the show and ask you to kind of give us an explanation of those two real specific um, variables. Like, again, most people have a combination of of both left and right arrows, um, but... Yeah, so let, I'll just turn it over to you. What do you want? To, which one do you want to talk about first? <laughs> they're fascinating. They're, they're basically, they're, they're kind of opposites in the way they're working. Like because because they, one is all left and the other is all right, and um, we can start anywhere. Uh, really, it's just they each of them is basically one sixteenth of the population. That's 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 approximately what it is uh, statistically. And um, so, on one end, you have, Ra used to say you have the past. You have how we used to be, like the seven center being before 1781, they were all left, all of them. And so right, rightness is something kind of new for humans. And the raves, uh, the people that are slowly going to be born after 2027, 20, they're going to be all right. So we are basically like uh, he calls us uh, humans in transitus. I think it's the it's the expression, and and so it's it's a bit weird. And we still live in a very very left oriented world. Like the the definitely the the world is just made by and for left beings, and uh, so that means that well everything is focused. Everything is active. Everything is strategic in the in the quad left. That's that's the most simplistic way of putting it. And when you meet them, you know. <laughs> once once you started to pick up the difference, that's the the difference is really huge. So so you as you were saying, there's the the four the four arrows of our variable. And uh, well, let's start. On the left, PHS is on the left, rape psychology is on the right. So let's start on the left with the PHS. Um, If you take the bottom left arrow, you have the body. So the the body of the quad left is a very active one. Of course, it will depend on how many motors you have. Like even even like a mental projector who is a who is a quad left won't won't be that active, you know. Like the activity will will be will be more about things that are like 
yeah, less physical because they don't have because you guys don't have any motors. So that's that's very important there. Uh, but still, that's that's a body that is called the observed. Because when when they are in the world, they are made to be seen by the other. Mm-hmm. So they are ma- they are meant to be observed, and to do that, they have to move. They have to do things. And so a a left body that is in its uh, proper environment will feel energized. Will have things to do. And when they arrived in a place that where all they want to do is being basically a, um, a couch potato, and they and they feel completely de-energized, that's not good for them. That means that's that's something like something wrong with the environment at that time. So that's that's a practical signpost that we can use too. And on on the opposite end of that, you have the right body, and the right body is called the observer, mm-hmm. and because that's a body that is looking, that is watching the world. And it's a body that is also um, a resource. Rightness is all about being a resource for the others. So that means that uh, they won't be they won't be looked at by the world. But when the world is going to need us, we're we're caught easily. You know, like things like uh, when I'm waiting when I'm waiting for for a bus or for uh, um, or for a tube. It's very often someone is going to look on the. Um, on the thing where we wait, I don't know. I don't know how it's called, and they will come to me to ask questions. You know, like they, that's them picking up on my rightness. And to do that, it's it's a body that is very passive and very receptive. Like it's a body that is taking so much more information than the body that is moving. And the body that is moving is picking picking things piece by piece. And the body that is not is just taking everything in at the time. And it's, yeah, I guess that's, and when we, when they are in the right environments, we get really relaxed. That's the signpost for us. Like if we come to a place and suddenly we're very infused with energy and we want to do a lot of things, even for uh, even for a generator, that's not good. Like okay. the, there's there's really some kind of relaxation that happens and like the the place where I felt the most like this, it it was fascinating. Like I I went to that place in Barcelona and suddenly all I wanted to do was sit. And I really wanted, I didn't want to be, to be up anymore. And it's almost like my, my body was suddenly out of tension. And that's, that's something I recognize now because I have some kind of experience in, yeah, I picked up a few things that I had observed. And all I wanted was just sit down and look around me. And everything looked fascinating. And it was nothing special, you know, like just people going around doing their stuff. And I'm I'm a valley people, so that's kind of my stuff. But just like that's all I wanted to do at that time. And that's that's a big signpost that I'm in an environment where my rightness is just right at home, I would say. And the brain, so the top arrow, right? Well, just tell me, am I clear on everything I've just shared on the uh, body? I just uh, before we move to the next arrow. So it's possible that someone, um, like in, like for example, um, it's my one of my sons is quad is has the right facing arrow that you were talking about, and is more of the observer rather than than the observed, and so 
Um, but he's also a projector. I think he only has one motor, um, which is his root, I believe. Oh, no, his solar plexus, because he's an emotional projector. And so you're saying that he could, uh, so that the energy level could be somewhat dictated by this variable, not so much by the fact that they're a generator or a projector in children. Again, I mean, we all learn to sit still eventually as people, unfortunately, which for some of us is very conditioned. But my point, I guess what I what just occurred to me as you were talking is that we kind of have this myth, I think human design myth, that all projectors are calm, still children and all generators are moving around all the time. And that might mm -hmm. be different based on their variables. Oh, yeah. And definitely is different based on how many motors they have to find, which, Absolutely. We, which we could do a whole nother episode yeah. on some other time. But I just want to yeah, make sure I, I understood that clearly. That yeah, any it's, pro it's really projector... between... yeah, go ahead. Excuse me. It's, it's really just fault. a formula between the two. You know, like just like uh, I have a friend with a DLL. So all left on the on the left side, she's so much more active than I am. And we are both plenic. And that's the only motor. The, the only motor we have is the, is the root. But she's so much more active than I am. She, she, she has things to do and, and it's just so different. You can, you can really sense the difference once, once you start to observe that. And the more I pick, up, uh, I pick up around me, I just like, sometimes a left being with only a couple of motors will be, will be more active than a right being with all the motors defined. Wow. Like, so it's it's very I find that fascinating to to just look around because it's just, it's just so differentiated the, the activity level and that's so so cool but yeah you're absolutely right it's 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 an important point because like you said you know we imagine all the generators busy 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 that's not right I have I have a couple of friends who have right bodies and have generators and whether they are quite defined or not they're quite chill you know, right. and it's just they have that natural relaxation about them. And it's just very different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. It makes me wonder, though, too, because he's always trying to keep up with his brothers who are both left arrows. So I wonder, I feel like he's put, getting quite conditioned by those relationships. But again, <laughs> we could talk about that in another because he is very active. But when we go outside in nature where he does have a ton of things that he could just take in all the scenery and the noises and everything. He does go right into that. I'm just chill and I'm here and I'm just taking it all in, you know, <laughs> and he doesn't have to be doing something which is fast. He's really like easygoing, but then I can, that's when I can kind of, to I kind of tune in and go, wow, he's really in his own element right now. This is a good mm. space for him. Um, and when, yeah, he gets really overstimulated by his two generator brothers. Just let you know, <laughs> I like, like bedtime. I have to literally get them to stop talking to each other. Like he goes to his room. We have to settle down. He has to talk for a while before he can. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, okay, it's been about 15 minutes. We've been talking. And then I say, okay, let's close our, close our eyes, shut our voice off. And he is out in 13 and a half seconds after that. But he just really has to like vent it all off first, you know, <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. It's, but. it's quite something, something to have that energy around, you know, like just since it's also rightness is sensitive. So if you, if you're taking a lot of energy, being a right body, yeah, it feels, it feels like tension. And mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> my, my shoulders are up yeah. when I'm saying that, because that's how it feels, you know, like just like, oh my God. And, and I, I noticed that anything I'm doing that is active physically will tense me up. doesn't mean that it's incorrect. I sometimes, sometimes it's very correct for me to do so. But every time that I'm active, I can pick up some kind of tension. And sometimes the tension is kind of flowy 
And sometimes it's just tension and stressed out and just, and that becomes really, really unpleasant. And I get so very tired, so very fast. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It is really neat to hear uh, an adult be able to articulate because I think it's hard for children to articulate what's happening inside of their mm-hmm. bodies because this is it's totally their normal. They don't know there's something a different way to be or that this is they could do something about it, and so they don't even know to say something about it. Even you know, so I love that you know, that you're giving voice to that the way that energy feels. That'll really help some. I think some of the parents watch it in their child, really watching for the shoulders to come up and seeing if they look tense or is their face like straight. Uh, my, mm. my, my son gets like two, it looks like there's an 11 on his forehead when he's mm. feeling like he's Browning. really dry. Yeah. He's not browning with his mouth yet, but just his eyes are kind of furrowed. Mm. Like he's really trying to push or concentrate. And then I'm like, Hey, do you just, you know, why don't you come over here with me? And I think um, because my energies are open, I can kind of pull him into my aura and help him kind of fizzle out some of the stuff that's not his, but he's still, you know, because I'm not giving him conditioned energy back. I'm just letting Mm -hmm. him come and I'll like, just hold it. I don't know. I I look at myself as like the sand on the beach, you know, like just come (laughs) wave over here. I'll suck that in for you, you know? And it's, that's not good for my system either, but I'm a, I'm a a self-aware enough to be able to know how to deal with my own self, my own body. A little bit. So I feel like it's a safer thing for me to help him take that on. But anyway, uh, let's move on to the other arrow. Though, and I, that, thank you so well, much for having, you, us, you, helping you, me clarify you were just that. Talking, you were just talking about concentration. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, the top right arrow. That okay. would be the mind. Okay. And and it's very similar to the to the body. The, the, the right mind works so much better when it's not concentrated on anything and when it's just taking things in and it's just, there's no, there's no strategy there. So the left mind, the left mind, basically they all have that, that kind of um, inner dialogue all the time. Like it's, and what's going to happen if that happens and if that happens and if that happens and what do I do with if that happens, you know, like it's like a collection of tiny moments of conceptualizing because that's what the mind does in the variable. It's conceptualizing. So, and it's, and the left mind is very active all the time, never stops. And it's always strategizing all the time, never stops. So that's the, and what happens if I do that and that and that all the steps. And in right mind, like ours, right? Yeah. No, no, I have a, yeah, I have, whoa, whoa. I do have a right mind, but I'm like, that sounds a lot like me. No, my, <laughs> uh, my middle son is a left, left arrow in the, you're talking about the, the black arrow then on the right hand side of the chart yeah. is his, is my middle boy's is left facing and mine is right facing. So I shouldn't, yeah. yes, that's true. I can, I think you and I share that, right? And I can yeah, like be listening to a podcast while I'm doing something else. Or like I used to, when I studied in high school, I could be watching MTV I'm dating myself now, but, and also doing algebra. And it, I, it, so I'm, I'm not concentrating on either one. I could, then I was much more efficient with my homework. If I was, had to, you know, had to really focus on it, I just would get stuck, you know, but as long <laughs> as I could like have half of my brain listening to something else, it was, it would come a lot easier. So. I could so not do that, but that's about our brain. That's about your left brain and my right brain. That's so different. <laughs> just like, okay, just let let's finish this. Just the, the part about, about the it's okay. It's yeah. The less strategizing, the less the less uh, deciding consciously, and all that kind of things for the right minds, the better. We were talking about scheduling earlier. 
not scheduling things for the right mind is such it's such a delight it's so relaxing and it's so much easier than to know where everything is going to be because that's that's kind of stressful and and when we concentrate too much on anything again it feels like tension for me it's, it's giving me headaches and okay. it's, it's just like i can do it because i've been conditioned to do it school is conditioned to act as left minds definitely and because a good example of how uh, we study the right mind study don't doesn't study all it has to do is to be present at the moment where the teacher is teaching and that's enough and then we take everything in and that's and 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 again it just it takes everything in and we have nothing to do it's it's a way of conceptualizing that is called peripheral because we take everything on the on the side you know like so for me it's like the left mind has a little scalpel and they take things one by one and they t- and they took a little layer and they and they think about this little layer and th- that's it and the right mind is the total opposite it's kind of like an ocean and the left mind knows what's in the left mind in the left mind they knows like when when you when you ask them if you know something they know very well if they do or not the right mind is not like this the right mind again is a resource so it's something that is someone that is sought out for for their conceptualizing for the other that's when rightness comes comes into play and uh, so leftness is more like they're the, they're the one that are studying so they, they are the ones that are deciding on their own and everything is is better for them if they prepare you know like before before class is much better for them if they can if they can prepare prepare whatever is going to be worked on and if they can have homework and if they can have stuff where there's a repetition and things like this, because leftness, because of the little scalpel, they need to come back over and over to the same information because they will take all the time something different from it. And like right minds, usually when we do that, we just, we, we just, that's driving ourselves crazy because it's just, that's, that's nonsense. You know, like it's just, it's boring and it's just, there's nothing coming, nothing new coming, coming in. So interesting uh again my my middle son is uh is a left mind and i do i have off because he's so smart he's the one that i keep saying is very gifted i mean sometimes he gets things like that but he can't tell you how necessarily how he got there but he is also the person that when he doesn't get it right away he has to come back to it so many times that i'm like mm-hmm. sometimes no and i'm gonna just confession time sometimes as his teacher and his mother i go what, are you just playing dumb? I know we've talked about this like 700 <laughs> times, but for whatever reason, like you said, it's the, like I got this step of it, but I didn't get this the third step. And you're trying to get me to get the whole problem. And I'm on step two where I've mastered step two and you need to take me from two to three. <laughs> and oh, I, I like, that's where he's like, try, like, you have to come here and mm-hmm. go to the slice, like you said, and help me bridge that slice to this next slice. Now, if he gets it right away, and crosses that bridge himself, he's fine. But if he can't get it the first or t- second or third try, then that's when his mind tries to kick in there. And go, And I do, I see him really have to take, which I always find myself resisting because he's such an easy, like he's such an easy student in a lot of other respects. But when he stumbles, it's like, and then I'm like, I don't know, I can't, I don't, it feels like I, I'm not explaining it right, but it is really just his need to come back to it so many times to make sure he's cataloging it correctly because he's not because it didn't sit in the first time and so we just have mm. to keep doing it and he does when he's ready to move on he moves on really fast 
But if we're still stuck there, there's not much I can do about it except just keep walking through the steps and helping (laughs) him catalog it, right? It's like this file system in his mind needs to have all the files filled and then he'll finally move on and be unstuck. And it's a it's fascinating to watch. I had no idea that's the the variable that we were wrestling with. I just I I literally have asked myself, like, is he manipulating me? What is he doing? I don't know why (laughs) we have to do this, but like because sometimes I've wondered